Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere on the internet. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, basically what this podcast is, is it compares WWE television to fantasy sports. Um, all the information I give you basically um, has to do with uh, playing fantasy wrestling in terms of playing any like fantasy football or fantasy baseball. Um, I tell you who to start, who to sit, who had a good week, and who had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Um, I try to keep this pretty fast. Uh, I try to keep this under 15 minutes because I know you guys have a lot to do. Um, so basically what I'm going to tell you is basically the recap of the Raw and SmackDown that just happened during the week. And I'm going to give my predictions of who to start and sit for the upcoming week for Raw and SmackDown because there's no pay-per-view. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the three big things we learned um, during the week. They might not have to do with matches, but it's three things you probably should pay attention to. Uh, Number three is uh, Finn Balor uh, joining the Judgment Day uh, group faction, whatever they're called. Um, It's a good move for him. He's going to get more TV time. I'm not a big fan of him being a heel, but if you have him for fantasy, you made out because you made the right choice of him joining eventually. So it's a good move for Finn Balor. Uh, there's a reason for this. Number two is Edge got kicked out. As soon as Finn Balor joined, Edge got kicked out of the group. Out of the group. Um, I'm not a fan of Edge starting a faction and getting kicked out right away. There's a reason why Edge got kicked out, and it has to do with number one. But um, with Edge, Edge's history of injuries and whatnot, I, it's going to be hard for them to build a rivalry with them and him being kicked out when he's not going to fight a full-time schedule. The reason why Edge got kicked out is because they had to turn a face. And the reason why they had to turn him into a face, sorry about that, or a good guy who we want to look at, is because of number one, Cody Rhodes had to have surgery. He's going to be out the next five months. So you had to have a number one good guy. Um, so basically, it's it's a chain reaction. Cody Rhodes gets hurt. He's out. They need a number one good guy. Edge has to step in. But for Edge to step in, he has to get kicked out of the bad guy group. So to replace him, it's Finn Balor. So that's kind of how it worked. Um, if you have Cody Rhodes for fantasy, you're screwed. Depends on how long your fantasy season is. If it's a long season... Um, if it goes into WrestleMania, you, it depends on how long you want to wait. Because you're basically banking on him if he wins the Rumble. If he doesn't win the Rumble, you're screwed. If you play in a shorter season, it goes to SummerSlam or Survivor Series, I would release him and try to find a replacement. So it depends on how long your season is. Um, you're basically going all in on if he wins the Rumble. He's not going to be back till at least November. I would hold him out to the Rumble. I mean, that's only two more pay-per-views. That's what I would do. But that's a different story. So it depends on how long your season is, but you want to do with Cody Rhodes. Okay. So let's get into our top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week um, in terms of fantasy points for Raw and SmackDown. Okay. Number three is um, what would be a surprising upset is Dana Brooks successfully defended the 24-7 title against Becky Lynch. I'm actually going to get to this a little bit later. Um, but 
it was a successful title defense and it was what people would say is an upset and I can actually prove to you how it wasn't uh, basically how it came about is um, it was Dana Brooke against Becky Lynch Tozawa came into the ring um, Dana Brooke pinned Tozawa she came the new 24 title champion and Becky Lynch still wanted to have her match so they fought for the title and Dana Brooke successfully defended the title against Becky Lynch sorry about that I rambled on but um, I'm actually going to get this a little bit of this into the stat of the week, but it's actually not as much of an upset as you might think. Uh, the number two fantasy stat of the week is Rhea Ripley. She successfully won a fatal four-way involving Alexa Bliss, Dewdrop, and Liv Morgan. Um, yeah, she's the most dominant female on Raw. Uh, it's just a matter of time until she gets her title shot against Bianca Belair. Um, and number one fantasy stat of the week is Gunther. He beat um, Ricochet on SmackDown to win the IC title. Uh, everybody knew Gunther was going to win the title. It's just a matter of time. He's going to be a good mid-level champion. Um, he's going to have the title for a while. I don't know who's going to beat him eventually, but um, if you have Gunther, you're going to be racking in points uh, for title defenses for a while. Okay, let's get into our top three fantasy duds of the week. Number three is Isaiah Lee. Um, this is like her third or fourth match on the main roster. They've been flip-flopping between she's a good guy and a bad guy and whatever. Um, she lost in a Money in the Bank qualifying match against a return in Lacey Evans. I, I, I knew, first of all, since Lacey Evans was in the match, she wasn't going to win this. But it, it's just they don't know what they're going to do with um, Zaya Lee for a character. She's, I think she's been reduced back to a jobber. She can't beat anybody. I don't know what to tell you. She's not worth anything for fantasy. I'd drop her. Even if I don't know why you would have her on your team anyways, but she's not worth anything. Um, number two is actually a match that happened with Sheamus and Drew. It was for Money in the Bank qualifying and they had a double count out. Um, I don't think they're going to have another match to qualify for Money in the Bank. They might just fight each other at Money in the Bank. So you kind of get screwed on that if you have either one for fantasy. Um... You know, whatever. It would have been nice to see either one of them be in the money bank, especially Drew. But they got to kind of milk the Drew. Doesn't get a title shot for till Clash of the Champions. Clash of Clash of the Castle and the Servers. Sorry about that. Um, but Sheamus and Drew are my number two fantasy duds of the week. And the number one fantasy dud of the week is Sami Zayn. Um, he lost to Matt Riddle on SmackDown. So now Roman has to defend the title uh, against Riddle next week. This upcoming week comes when you listen to this video. Um, there's a good chance Sami Zayn can get kicked out of uh, the bloodline, even though he's like an honorary member, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it's not a good week for him. If he gets kicked out, expect a lot of matches against him against the Usos. Uh, just not good for him in the long run. Uh, if you have him for fantasy, you're probably going to keep him, but you know, just not a good week for him. Okay, let's get into our starts and sits from last week. Um, actually, a lot, of, a lot of my predictions actually didn't happen as much as I would have thought. Um, I said to start Bobby Lashley. I said he's going to want a title shot against Roman Reigns. He basically didn't even have a match at all on Raw, so that was nothing. Um, I said to start Damian Priest. I said the mystery person was going to help him win a match. I was wrong on that. It was basically just a promo. So Damian Priest didn't have a match either. Uh, I said to start Los Lotharios. They had a match... Uh, last week in Jinder Mahal and Shanky, I thought they were going to have a return match this week. They weren't even mentioned or had a match at all on SmackDown. Um, SmackDown. 
or Raw. I don't know what uh, whatever show they were on. And um, yeah, they weren't even on TV. And um, I said to sit Cody Rhodes. I said his injury looked pretty bad. He looked he's not going to be fighting this week. I was correct on that. He's having surgery. He's going to be out for about five months. Um, yeah, five months is fast. So, um, so I said to start Lashley, nothing happened. I said to start Priest, nothing happened. I said to start Los Lotharios, nothing happened. And I said to sit Cody Rhodes. I was correct on that. But most of my predictions, they didn't get you anything. They didn't lose you anything. So it's kind of a wash. Okay, so this week, um, I'm going to start Finn Balor. Um, I think he has to prove why they picked him up to be in the group. So I'm expecting some kind of singles win against somebody. I don't know who it's against, but I'm going to go with Finn Balor for the start. I'm going to start Baron Corbin this week. Sorry, Happy Corbin. I keep saying Baron Corbin. Um, I'm going to start. Ha- I'm going to start Happy Corbin. He's going against Madcap. Um, it's going to be a last laugh match. I have no idea what the rules are for this match, but I'm thinking that since Moss won on the pay per view, Corbin's going to win this match, and it's going to be over hopefully. So I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. Sorry. I'm going to go with Happy Corbin this week uh, for a start. I'm going to sit. Um, I don't know which which one it's going to be. Um, either Road, uh, Rude or Ziggler, the Dirty Dogs. One of the two is going to fight Omis on Raw. I'm going to go with Rude. That's just my choice. But, I mean, it could be either one. Uh, I'm not going to start either one because neither one's going to beat Omis. Hopefully they junked. Uh, or not junk, but put to the side for a while. They almost Lashley rivalry and start something fresh. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna sit uh, Rude and Ziggler, and I'm also gonna sit Edge. Um, he's not gonna have a match. They put him to a table. Um, I said this before with Riddle, it didn't happen. But I think they gotta kind of milk the injury for a little bit, and they gotta kind of have Edge off TV for at least a week to kind of build up this new. Uh, judgment Day with Baylor as the leader. So I don't think Edge is going to have a match at all. So I'm going to start Baylor. I'm going to start Corbin. I'm going to sit um, Dirty Dogs. Even though it's only going to be one of them fighting, I don't know which one. And I'm going to sit Edge. I think that's going to be the good picks for this week. Um, now, as for the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week, Dana Brooke is now, after Smack, after um, Raw's results, is now three, two, and one against Becky Lynch. Actually, in one and one matches. Actually, this is a little bit of a surprise that she has a winning record all time against her now. Um, you know, some people just have the way it works out for who they face, and when they face them, they have a winning record. I would have never guessed that Dana Brooke, for her being a jobber and not really having a storyline for her first, you know, three, four years on the main roster, that she would eventually have a, a winning record against Becky Lynch. I didn't see that coming, but, you know, sometimes stuff happens. So, um, it's good for Beck, It's good for Becky Lynch to lose to somebody else more consistently, or at least keep it to 500. And it's good for Dana Brooke to actually ha- get elevated by having a, a clean win against Becky Lynch. Um, that's it for this week for Fantasy. Uh, remember, if you want to hit me up, Ministry Fantasy Wrestling Question, you can hit me up. At Mike at Real Wintry. That's my Twitter account. Um, and just remember, you can't spell Wintry without W I N. Um, hope you guys enjoy the next uh, this week coming up. We got Roman versus Riddle. We got a last man standing match. And we probably have some money in the bank qualifying match on Raw. Wow, actually, SmackDown's got the better matches this week. Um, 
But I hope you guys enjoy this week. Um, it, it, something's going to happen, I think, with Judgment Day. So um, that's it. Thank you for listening, and uh, have a good week. Thank you. Bye.